Before you get started with this episode, let me ask you, did you ever want to start your own podcast? Didn't know where to go to? Well, I use Buzzsprout, and Buzzsprout is real easy to use, it's real user-friendly, and the Buzzsprout team is passionate about helping you succeed. So if you want to start your own podcast and get your word out there, join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get your message out to the world. They'll send your podcast to every major podcast platform out there. So after you listen to this episode, follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. They'll get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. I'm Joe Green, and let's start this episode. Now I'm just doing this to torture you. We're expecting Dr. Vinkman. It's Joe Green. Time to get back on the box. Start the music. Welcome to my box. I'm Joe Green. It's a podcast where I get in my soapbox and I talk about things that are near and dear to my heart. And what's near and dear to my heart? Comic book movies, action movies, kung fu movies, all that cool nerd stuff. And in this episode, we're going to talk about an 80s kung fu movie, if you want to call that a kung fu movie. <laughs> we're going to talk about The Karate Kid because the rave in the streets is Cobra Kai. Now, I watched Cobra Kai when it was on the YouTube streaming service, thanks to the fifth member of Hero Talk, Russell Hood. But now that it's on Netflix, everybody's fucking watching it. And everybody's like, oh, Cobra Kai's fucking cool. Well, I was saying this shit fucking like last year. But now everybody's on Cobra Kai. So before I do the Cobra Kai episode that I've wanted to do since last year when it first came out, now that everybody's watched it, first I'm going to do a Karate Kid franchise episode just to get you caught up to speed and give you my experience with the Karate Kid movies. Because I did watch them. I haven't watched them recently. But the Karate Kid, the first one... It's a great fucking 80s movie. So before I get started, as usual, I want to give thanks to those that have supported this podcast. Austin Green, the young graphic artist who has done the logo for this show, Dynasty Builders, Hero Talk. If you need a logo, find them. You can find them at agreen.designs. Support your indie comics. Check out Dave Whalen's Correct Handed Comics on Facebook. If you need a t-shirt or mug, custom-made merch, check out my man Bobby Warden, Two Veterans Online. And when you're done with this podcast, go check out my man CJ, Coffee Talk with CJ. He just did a series about B-rated martial arts actors. So if this is your cup of tea, Karate Kid, so check out Coffee Talk with CJ because he likes to talk about these types of movies also. All right, so let's get started. Meat and Potatoes, Karate Kid. I said everybody's talking about Cobra Kai. I watched Cobra Kai season one, still got to finish season two, probably binge on that this weekend. Before I do a Cobra Kai episode, let's talk about the original movie, which starred Ralph Macchio. Right, the Karate Kid movie came out June 22nd, 1984. It was directed by John G. Avelson. You know, I suck with, <laughs> with names. Some of the great actors in this movie here. We had Ralph Macchio, played Daniel LaRusso. Ralph Macchio was also in My Cousin Vinny. We got the real Karate Kid. I'll talk about that later. William Billy Zapka played the bad guy, Johnny Lawrence. And in the 80s, Billy Zapka was always the bad guy. And back to school, he was the bad guy. But thanks to How I Met Your Mother, he redeemed himself and is known now as the real Karate Kid. You got Pat Morita, who played Mr. Miyagi, who was also Arnold in Happy Days. Got Martin Cove, who played John Kreese, the evil Cobra Kai sensei. Only other movie I've seen Martin Cove in was in Rambo, where he played like the same fucking dude. <laughs> An asshole. <laughs> 
But he has those cool commercials now. And then the love interest of the Karate Kid was Elizabeth Shue, who played Allie Mills. Said after this movie, she went to Chicago on an adventure in babysitting in 1987. And then she returned to California under the guise of Jennifer Parker in 1989's Back to the Future 2. and married Marty McFly and lived happily ever after. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the movie. Karate Kid. Now, I did see this when I was a kid in the movie theater. I want to say it changed my life, but I was, I was so amped when I came home from watching this movie. Now, Karate Kid is your typical new guy, gets bullied to stop the bullies. He learns karate because all the bullies know karate. <laughs> they're, they're the Cobra Kai dojo. And then he triumphs in the end. So what made Karate Kid so impactful to pop culture, to society? One, you got Cobra Kai. And in the 80s, anything Cobra was evil. Like in G.I. Joe, Cobra, you know? <laughs> That's why White Goodman made the purple Cobras in Dodgeball. You got a gang of preppy white guys, but they're talking black guy, <laughs> running around the streets of California doing karate in their black karate uniforms, beating up people. Said so the Cobra Kai dojo is led by John Kreese. He's like the evil sensei. In the movie, he's a ex-Vietnam vet special forces. Like I said, like the same guy from fucking Rambo First Blood Part 2. But you got Daniel LaRusso, the nerdy Ralph Macchio, coming from Newark, New Jersey, come out to California, meets a cute girl, Allie, Elizabeth Shue. But of course, her ex-boyfriend is Johnny. When they cross paths, you know, Johnny and his gang of Cobra Kai karate kids, they beat up Daniel. They're whooping his ass left and right. And then one night when he's getting a serious ass whooping, his mysterious neighbor, Mr. Miyagi, comes and he whoops these kids ass and saves Daniel from taking another ass whooping from the Cobra Kai gang. So to prevent Daniel from getting more Cobra Kai ass whoopings, Mr. Miyagi agrees to teach Daniel karate. And then he challenges the Cobra Kai guys in the All Valley Karate Tournament. And if Daniel wins, of course, he'll gain respect of the bullies and they'll leave him alone because he'll have to go through this tournament and beat these Cobra Kai kids up. But until the tournament starts, they call a truce. The Cobra Kai guys can't whoop Daniel's ass. So Daniel, being an asshole that he is, you know, he'll fuck with Johnny. Oh, look, he can't touch me. He can't fuck with me. From Karate Kid, with the training, you learn that painting the fence and waxing the car can make you a badass karate dude. <laughs> So Mr. Miyagi used that ancient style of Kung Fu training, like do these tasks, not knowing that you're learning repetition and basically karate. It's already a paint the fence and wax on, wax off. You got everybody in the street fucking waxing their car thinking they're going to learn karate. <laughs> but all that leads to the epic climax to Karate Kid. Let's be real. Not many people that watch Karate Kid remember like the beginning, the middle. The beginning is just Daniel getting his ass whooped. And then in the middle part, it's the training montage. <laughs> we get to the big finale the all valley karate tournament now the highlight of the all valley karate tournament in this movie is the soundtrack every rocky movie has the iconic theme the training montage you know the music for the fight but what makes karate kids stand above the rest is you're the best <laughs> when they start playing that song you're the best the best and then daniel's fighting all the corporate kai guys in the tournament johnny's whooping people's asses John Kreese, Sensei, is sitting there, all stout, and Mr. Miyagi's watching Daniel, and Elizabeth Shue is there with Daniel's mom. That's the best part of the fucking movie. You sat through that movie of Daniel getting his ass whooped, of Mr. Miyagi using slave labor to train Daniel in karate, just for the greatest epic scene in karate history. <laughs> and I know I'm kind of exaggerating it, but with that soundtrack, you're the best, and Daniel going through the tournament and fighting all the Cobra Kai guys, shit is fucking great. If you haven't seen Karate Kid... At least YouTube the All-Valley Karate Tournament. You're the best. And watch that. Now, as Daniel goes through the tournament, 
Sensei gets upset and he starts using bad guy techniques to injure Daniel. Of course, he injures Daniel's knee and the Daniel can't fight and he's in the training room. It's to the finals. It was a semifinal. The guy got disqualified because Sensei told him to injure him. And when Daniel's in the training room, the most intense part, Mr. Miyagi uses his ancient Chinese magic. <laughs> Slaps his hands together. <clears throat> rubs it because that's the healing technique that he used on Daniel earlier, which I think is just acupressure. <laughs> But he heals Daniel, and of course, before they can award Johnny the championship, Elizabeth Shue runs out. Oh, LaRusso's gonna fight! LaRusso's gonna fight! Leading to the climactic final fight, Daniel versus Johnny for the championship. I like to post ESPN remembers on this date, 1984, the All-Valley Karate Tournament, where Daniel LaRusso defeated Johnny, the defending champ. (laughs) The fight in there is epic. You know, Daniel gets the first two points. Johnny comes back. Daniel punches him. Johnny's bleeding. He goes to Sensei. They call timeout. While Sensei's wiping his nose, he gives him the most iconic line in karate history. Sweep the leg. (laughs) What, Sensei? You heard me. No mercy. Sweep the leg. It's like, yeah. (laughs) So, of course, Johnny sweeps the leg because Daniel was injured. But Daniel keeps on getting up. Stubborn ass little fuck from Jersey. (laughs) So once it's 2-2, Daniel's injured. He can't stand. So he performs the greatest karate move ever. Gets on one leg. The music is playing. In the background, when the Cobra Kai gets, put him in a body bag. John Kreese is sitting there, stern. Finish him. (laughs) Mr. Miyagi's sitting there, silent. Gives Daniel the little nod. And boom, crane kick. (laughs) Right in Johnny's face. Allowing Daniel to win All-Valley Karate Tournament. And a shocking upset victory. <laughs> now, of course, at the pandemonium, everybody rushed the mat to congratulate Daniel. In a show of goodwill, Johnny hands Daniel the trophy and says, You okay, LaRusso? Small scene, but shows that maybe Johnny wasn't such a bad guy. William Zack has been typecast as the bad guy from the 80s, you know, the, the bad college prep guy. But in the end, the triumph of LaRusso as a kid, I guess that should amp me the fuck up. <laughs> the crane kick. It's so awesome that Teen Titans has a crane kick song. Crane kick. <laughs> you know, Robin was going around crane kicking people in their 80s uh, episode. Like I said, this movie got me so amped when I saw it as a kid that I came home and... I don't know why I was wearing church shoes, but I was talking about Karate Kid, told my friends how awesome it was, and my sister was outside, and we're all talking, and we're all amped up, and then he did this crane kick, and I put my leg up, and I executed a flawless crane kick in church shoes. Like I said, I don't know why I was wearing church shoes. It was flawless to my sister's face. <laughs> I crane kicked her right in her fucking mouth. I remember she ran upstairs crying. Now, if she sees this episode... She's probably going to listen and she knows this part is coming. She's probably sitting there fucking pumping her fist because I guess her only remembrance of the Karate Kid is me crane kicking her in the face after the movie. But again, it just shows you how awesome the Karate Kid was. It's such a bad movie, (laughs) really. But what came from out the Karate Kid? Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg. Put him in a body bag. Mr. Miyagi. Like these are such iconic things, you know, from the 80s that all came from this great bad movie. <laughs> but this movie was so epically awesome that they had to do a sequel. So on June 20th, 1986, Karate Kid 2 came out. Ralph Macho returned to be Daniel LaRusso and Pat Morita returned to be Mr. Miyagi. Again, this movie was directed by John G. Avelson. 
So Karate Kid 2 picks up right where Karate Kid 1 ends. Daniel and Mr. Miyagi are outside. They see Johnny talking to Sensei, and Johnny has a second place. But second place is not that bad. And, you know, Sensei, second place for losers. And he takes Johnny's trophy, and he breaks it. And Mr. Miyagi goes to, I guess Sensei was, I, I forget the scene. I think he was slapping him around or something like that. He slapped Johnny. Then Mr. Miyagi went over there. Sensei tries to punch Mr. Miyagi, and he dodges. Left, dodges, right. Mr. Miyagi does a move. About to chop him in his throat. Live or die. Miss Miyagi pinches his nose. <laughs> you know, Mr. Miyagi's not a violent guy. Not like John Kreese, evil sensei. But what I like about sequels is when they pick up right when the other movie ended. Just like any Rocky movie. It's probably why I like Rocky. Because the first scene is always the last scene from the last movie. And Karate Kid 2 picks up exactly right after the tournament. Then we get a little time jump and we find out that Elizabeth Shue, who's not in this movie, her character dumped Daniel. And like I said, she went on an adventure babysitting in Chicago, came back to California under the guise of Jennifer and married Martin McFly in Back to the Future. <laughs> so in this movie, since Daniel got no girl, he goes to Okinawa with Mr. Miyagi because Mr. Miyagi, his dad gets sick and he goes back and we learn a lot about Mr. Miyagi's past. So here we go. Just like any great sequel, it's the same fucking movie. Just like Die Hard 2 is the same Christmas movie as Die Hard 1. Daniel's the new guy. He's the outsider. Now he's in Japan. But Miss Miyagi has an old feud with the boy Sato because Miss Miyagi liked Yuki and Yuki was supposed to marry Sato and Sato felt dishonored. So he challenged Miss Miyagi to a fight. Miss Miyagi went to America. So he never had that fight. And Sato's the, the evil corporate bad guy that basically owns the village. And Sato has a nephew who's training under him. And that's Chojin. So, of course, Chojin, you know, has his gang, you know, and he's bullying Daniel around and stuff. And I guess it's the same movie. Daniel's just the outsider again, just like he was in Karate Kid. Big scene I remember from that is breaking the ice. Got these slabs of ice and Daniel breaks the ice, of course, you know, under Mr. Miyagi's tutelage to make Chojin look bad. Of course, there's a beautiful girl in the middle of this. And this all leads to the climactic finish. Now, Mr. Miyagi's going to fight Sato. But then a, a typhoon comes to Okinawa, wiping out the village. So everybody's like, fuck the fight. They go to save Sato because his little hut got blown down. And Danny and Mr. Miyagi save him. And there's some little girl needs to get saved. And Sato asks his nephew children to save the girl. And he's like, I'm not, no, because he doesn't like Daniel. And Sato's like, ah, oh, fuck you, man. I'm disowning you. Daniel, and they save the little girl. Then Chojin runs away, disgraced. You know, that squashes the beef between Sato and Mr. Miyagi. All ends end well, right? They have this big festival. And who comes fucking swinging in this motherfucker but Chojin? <laughs> All mad because he got dishonored. And Sato's like, yo, back the fuck down. He's like, I can't hear you. You disown me, uncle. So he wants to fight Daniel. He wants to fight him to the death. They got the little girl hostage, and Daniel agrees to fight Chojin, and Mr. Miyagi tells him, Daniel, there's no tournament. <laughs> but he's like, this is a real street fight, motherfucker. <laughs> so we got the big fight. I also saw this one in the movie theater. I don't really remember much about Karate Kid 2, except like the icing, typhoon, and then the final fight. And I remember the first time I watched the final fight, Daniel's fighting, Chojin's just whooping his ass, and then Daniel comes to the crane, like, oh shit, he's gonna do the crane! And Daniel tries to execute the crane, and Chojin blocks it! I was like, oh shit, he blocked the crane! What the fuck is Daniel gonna do? Well, in the training, Mr. Miyagi taught him a new technique with this little toy drum. You have the drum, and it has two little balls in the end, and he's spinning, and goes, do 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 you know, So, of course, when Daniel's fighting, he's getting the ass whipped, Mr. Miyagi starts using the drum. And then everybody starts using the drum. And that gets Daniel to execute this drum technique, which is shoulder thrust over shoulder thrust over shoulder thrust. Pretty whack compared to the crane. But it's a special technique that Daniel needs to defeat Chojin. And just like in the beginning of the movie, when Mr. Miyagi had John Kreese and, you know, live or die, Daniel does the same thing to Chojin. Of course, Chojin will take death because it's a fight to the death. And instead, Daniel chopping him in the throat. He does the same nose thing that Mr. Miyagi did. And it ends, and Daniel gets the girl, and Mr. Miyagi and Sato are friends, and Chojin runs off. And that's how Karate Kid 2 ends. 
And you think the saga's over. But no, they made Karate Kid 3, June 30th, 1989. Now, by this time, I was already Karate Kid out. And I didn't see Karate Kid 3 in the movie theater. But I did watch it. And of course, in Karate Kid 3, Kreese is back and he's broke and he's a loser. Of course, he wants revenge. So he goes to his, his old war buddy, Terry Silver, who's an evil businessman. And of course, evil businessmen in the 80s, they had ponytails. <laughs> like this guy owns a toxic waste disposal business. Like that's like the most evil shit you could do in the 80s is own a toxic waste disposal. Because you know he's just doing illegal shit because no one disposes toxic waste. <laughs> So they have this intricate plan to get revenge against Daniel and to revive Cobra Kai. So first, Silver gets Mike Barnes, the karate bad boy, to challenge Daniel. Just like the first movie. Daniel's getting his ass whipped. <laughs> and then finally, Daniel gets drawn into the tournament. But in this one, Mr. Miyagi doesn't train him. It's like, oh no, what are you going to do without Mr. Miyagi? So Silver, who doesn't reveal himself to Daniel, tricks him and trains him. I remember... Him training Daniel, like, basically he's beating Daniel up and training Daniel. But it's just all part of his plan to humiliate and destroy Daniel LaRusso. Daniel's doing his training, but it's, it's really beating his ass. <laughs> and of course, when they reveal their true intentions, so over the bad guy increase and the return of Cobra Kai, Daniel's like, oh no, what do I do? Who saves the day? But Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi's like, okay, I'll train you. So then we have the next karate tournament. Now, this one, I was kind of, like, disappointed because Daniel doesn't go through the whole tournament. Because he's the champion, he just gets a fucking bye to the finals. And then Barnes has to fight his way to the finals. And the winner, the defending champion, versus the guy that won the tournament, Barnes, gets to become the grand champion. So Daniel just has to fight Barnes once. Kind of cheap. I don't know who wrote this shit, but it's just, I don't know. Of course, in this fight, oh, man, they just want to humiliate and destroy Daniel. As remember, Barnes is whooping his ass. You know, all these illegal blows. Get a point, take a point. Get a point, take a point. Increase is smiling and Silver is all there, all smiling. Yeah, this is so great. This is so great. Ha ha ha. Yeah, because the plan is to beat Daniel up just for the whole duration of the fight, then go to sudden death. And then he gets his point. He wins. Daniel's beaten and humiliated. Of course, it's got Barnes. He's beating the shit out of Daniel. Boodlize him. And when the regulation time ends, you know, Daniel's on the mat basically crying. Okay, dude. Miyagi comes, Daniel-san. Just like in Rocky 3. Daniel's like, I'm afraid. <laughs> Miss Miyagi's like, oh, you lose. Don't lose the fear. And Miss Miyagi gives the pep talk. What really gets Daniel to fight is Barnes instigating him. Basically telling him, yo, your mentor ain't shit. Karate sucks. Your mentor ain't shit. And that fuels Daniel-san because Mr. Miyagi is his man. Yeah, that's his boy. He loves Mr. Miyagi. That gives Daniel the courage to fight against Barnes. Miss Miyagi tells him the new technique and Daniel does his weird yoga type, I don't know, kung fu shit, which seems to scare Barnes. Sylvan clearly like, just get the fucking point. What the fuck are you doing? Because Daniel's doing this weird yoga shit. And then Barnes goes in. Daniel throws him over the shoulder. Pa-pow! Gets that punch and wins the tournament. And the champion again. And Kreese loses. The bad guys lose. Daniel takes the ass whooping and wins again. Same thing. All three movies. <laughs> That's the Karate Kid trilogy. But that didn't finish the Karate Kid saga. Because on September 9th, 1994, they had the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank, who got her training from Mr. Miyagi. Pat Morita's in a movie. After that movie, she became the Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> So the next Karate Kid, I mean, you can call it Karate Kid 4. Like I said, that was the final movie in the Karate Kid movie franchise. Never watched it. I've seen some parts. Miss Miyagi trains her. I, I don't know. I can't tell you much about that. Maybe I'll watch it. Probably won't. But that's the four Karate Kid movies. In 2010, they made a remake, The Karate Kid, which is fucking bullshit. Now, I love Jackie Chan. I love me Jackie Chan movies. Drunken Master 2 is probably my favorite Jackie Chan movie. And as a fan of Kung Fu movies, I know that Jackie Chan doesn't know karate. He knows Kung Fu. He's from China. Karate's from Japan. So the fact that Jackie Chan is training Jaden Smith in Kung Fu in China and they call it Karate Kid is all fucked up. 
Okay? That movie should be called Kung Fu Kid and should have had nothing to do with Karate Kid. That's what's wrong with remakes. Karate Kid is a cult classic. It's fucking epically awesome. Just leave it the fuck alone. There's no need for a fucking remake. Especially with Jackie Chan teaching Jaden Smith Kung Fu. If that movie was called Kung Fu Kid, I might have watched it. But because it was called Karate Kid, I said fuck that shit. So I'm not going to talk about that. Because like I said, everything's wrong with that. Don't even watch Karate Kid because it's not karate. It's Kung Fu. So you got Karate Kid, one, two, three, the next Karate Kid, that wraps up the saga. Now all that leads to the revival series Cobra Kai. Now I swear, Cobra Kai had to be created from someone that just watched How I Met Your Mother. Now I was a big fan of How I Met Your Mother. And in How I Met Your Mother, the character played by Neil Patrick Harris, Barney Stinson, was a gigantic fan of Billy Zapka in the Karate Kid movie. But Barney... He saw things in a different way. Because Barney would say that Billy Zapka was Karate Kid. Because he was a kid that knew karate. <laughs> and he thought that Billy Zapka, Johnny, was the hero of that movie. And then he lost in the end, but learned redemption. Because he went down a path. At the end, when Johnny gives Daniel the trophy, he did kind of learn his lesson. He is the Karate Kid. So then it kind of became like, hey, maybe... Johnny is the Karate Kid. And one of the coolest episodes of How I Met Your Mother is when Barney has his bachelor party and Robin, his wife-to-be, gives him the worst bachelor party ever. Barney was a fan of Billy Zapka and she got Ralph Macchio, <laughs> the Karate Kid. <laughs> and Barney's like, oh, I hate you, Macchio. Now, it was also funny that in that episode, Ralph Macchio kind of played like a little pompous, smug asshole. <laughs> You know, like he was the bad guy. In the end, when you find out that Billy Zacker was the clown in disguise, he's such a cool, down-to-earth guy. Almost like Cobra Kai. <laughs> Daniel's the asshole. Johnny's the guy down in his luck, trying to train these kids. These kids that are getting bullied, Kung Fu to give them self-esteem. Tell you, this shit all came from How I Met Your Mother. Because in the final season, Billy Zapka was in a lot of episodes as one of Barney's groomsmen. And you just got to feel like, man, you know, he's a really good guy, even though he's typecast to be a bad guy. I can tell you, me and Mr. Hero Talk met William Zapka at the 2019 Richmond Galaxy Con. And man, he was like the coolest dude there was. <laughs> he ended up telling the story about Rodney Dangerfield when he was filming Back to School. And said, like, we really wanted to see him because me and Mr. Hero Talk, we were watching Cobra Kai before it was on Netflix. And we really wanted to meet the Karate Kid. Ralph Macho was there. Martin Cove was there. But the only guy we wanted to meet was Billy Zapka, the real Karate Kid. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, I believe, started the movement that Johnny's not the bad guy. That Johnny's the Karate Kid. That Macho is the asshole. <laughs> That's who he plays, the asshole, in Cobra Kai. Now, I've watched videos that state why Daniel's the bad guy and why Johnny's the victim. Plus, it was noticed that the crane kick was an illegal kick to the face. <laughs> so now the most awesome karate move is now known as the most illegal move ever in karate history. Which is funny because in Cobra Kai, Johnny does mention that to Daniel the first time they meet. Yeah, he used an illegal kick. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Cobra Kai just yet. Hopefully I can get some friends to join me talk about Cobra Kai since everybody's watching it. So if you haven't watched it, go binge it, watch it, or go back and watch the Karate Kid movies to learn about the characters in Cobra Kai. Because I'm not going to spoil it in this episode. You got Daniel, his mom's in it, Billy Zapka plays Johnny, he's the main focus of this. And as the story progresses, certain characters come back from the Karate Kid franchise. Season two is already completed, so you probably saw that Martin Cove reprises the character John Kreese, which was the fucking great super surprise ending in the end of season one. Well, I didn't finish season two, but I hear that Chojin from Karate Kid 2 makes an appearance at the end of that season. So I can't wait for season three. Can't wait to watch the end of season two. But until then, that's all we got. All right, so I thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter at JWGreen4. You can find me on Facebook at JWGreen. And you can find the podcast on Instagram at allmybox underscore podcast. 
please leave a review. Please like, follow, share, tell your friends. But until the next episode, go watch some Karate Kid, get amped up, and try not to crane kick nobody in the face. <laughs> I'm Joe Green, on my box, I'm out. <laughs>